0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts
1: with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my empowered friends, young and old, new. I don't know if we've hung out together before or not, but I'm just grateful to be connecting with you. So, is your relationship with life awesome? And if not, would you like it to be? Would you like to be able to remain in a state of grace and gratitude, peace and happiness no matter what is happening around you? For sure, life can be messy. We all know that. Mercury is going to go into retrograde. We're all going to make mistakes and trip up now and again. But what I know is, Though there will be storms in life, there is the possibility, potential, and ability to reside in the eye of the storm if we want to strengthen our spiritual muscles, which is part of my intention doing this show, to help anyone who wants it to become a strong, empowered human, to become congruent and aligned with their soul self. And that is why I call my show Journey to Center. So no matter who you are, no matter the circumstances you face, You can learn to stay balanced and centered, and your life can be awesome if you want it to be and if you're willing to do the work. So today we're going to talk about how to do this and how to access the amazing in the everyday, as well as some other helpful hints about how to effectively bounce back from adversity to create a happier, healthier, more fulfilling life. Our guest today is going to share some pretty incredible information from her new book entitled How to Live an Awesome Life, How to Live Well, Do Good, Be Happy. We are here with Polly Campbell. Polly is a motivational speaker and has written two other books, which are called Imperfect Spirituality, Extraordinary Enlightenment for Ordinary People, and How to Reach Enlightenment. Polly is also a blogger at Psychology Today, Psych Central, The Huffington Post, The Creativity Post, and other sites. Her magazine articles on personal development topics and spiritual practices appear regularly in national publications. Polly walks her talk and has integrated the things she learns, writes about, and teaches to others in her own life through practical experience. And now she's here today with us to share what she knows about how to live an awesome life. And she knows a lot. So Polly, thank you for coming back to Journey to Center. I'm so happy to have you here.
0: I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. It's
1: always fun to visit. Oh, it really, really is. So I love your new book. I've loved all of your books, but this one is really just fun and accessible. There's so much information. So I just want to start at the beginning. Would you please tell me what an awesome life is? How would you describe it? I would describe an awesome life, and and people people
0: get on me for this, but I, I'm not all blissed out all the time. Not everything is going my way. But an awesome life is the ability within every moment to see the goodness that is there, to appreciate the things that are occurring for you in this life, and, and to really notice what is working despite the grief, despite the, the uncertainty, despite the challenges that we also face. I think we think awesome is associated with, you know, jumping out of airplanes or mountain vistas or the ocean and and those things certainly are awesome and and those moments are just as important but awesome can be knowing that your baby is sleeping soundly in her bed and awesome can be connecting with your husband or your partner over an inside joke that nobody else in the room gets and Mm -hmm. awesome can can be the spider web outside your door so for me living an awesome life is noticing within each moment the goodness that is there and and really bringing that in and savoring that goodness so i can keep it in my back pocket so i can carry Mm -hmm. it with me when, when everything else is falling apart, because that's part of it, too. Those, are those, those moments are there also.
1: Well, I like what you're saying. I remember once years ago when I was feeling kind of glum, really depressed, and um, a spiritual teacher said to me that we access spirit through the subtleties, and I really wanted a big blow it out, jumping out of the airplane, you know, crazy life, and it wasn't. And she goes, you need to start looking for spirit and the subtleties. And so I know what you're saying is true. That's been my personal experience. And, you know, noticing that spider web, noticing the little synchronicities, the little beauty, and and being grateful for that, I think that expands our potential for even more awesomeness.
0: Absolutely. I, I, I say it's all a need-to-notice basis. Awesome is a mm. need-to-notice basis because <laughs> if you go looking for it, if you seek it out, it will show up for you, and and in those moments, it elevates our energy. Mm-hmm. It changes our perspective, and and it helps us expand. So that if we are in those difficult moments, we have a greater clarity and a greater peace to to take forward into them. And the researchers say awe ah, is dependent on two parts, and and what they say is it it must be vast, and. It requires accommodation, and what that means is that it ha- vastness is the connection to something that somehow is working without our input. It's bigger than ourselves. So I think of the universe when you're looking up at the night sky, and, and that's a, a very concrete view of vastness, but it happens within our heart, in our body, in our relationships, and and requiring accommodation means it changes you. It changes in order to experience awe. It changes our perspective. We are are required to alter our perspective so we can take it in. Um, again, if, if you know, if you're if you're watching your baby sleep, or you're looking up at the night sky, or you're seeing the spider web, and you take a minute to say, "Wow, I have no idea how I got here, how this happened," but I'm so glad I can see that. I'm so glad I can be a part of this. That is forcing accommodation. It changes our perspective. And when that happens, a whole bunch of things happen in our body, in our soul, and in our relationships that actually uplift our life experience and and make us feel better going forward, no matter what it is we're facing.
1: Yeah, I think you're bringing up some really important points, very helpful hints, and very valuable information, because I know for sure what we look for, we will find. So when I affirm that I'm going to witness synchronicity and and when I get in touch with the vastness through meditation, I I will say something that was so random. I was hanging out with my sister the other day. I'm like, we have to go to the store and get bobby pins. I looked down, there was a bobby (laughs) pin on the ground. She goes, well, there you go. I'm like, well, I think I'll still go to the store and buy some new ones. And then it happened again. And so it was just funny. She goes, I think this probably happens to a lot of people, but you really notice it. And I think it's like I... I set the intention to notice it and I look for it. And so I find it and it is, it makes me laugh. It makes me feel like I'm really loved and supported by this vast energy that um, knows a lot more than we do. And I'm so glad I finally feel like it's my friend. It's on my side.
0: I absolutely agree. And I think we all have this energy and this ability to, to notice. And it's just a matter of will you or won't you? And yes. and when you do It it almost like hits you over the head stuff, you know, and and I wake up, I have moments where I'll be sitting here and thinking, wow, the sun just came up and I didn't even have to do anything. That is unbelievable (laughs) to me. And my heart, it just keeps going, fortunately, and I don't even know how that works. And and when you start going down that road, it's hard. I'm getting chills, actually, just saying it out loud. It's It's hard not (laughs) to feel awe. This is a vast, amazing planet and experience we get to have. And we don't even have to know how it's happening for us for it to work for us. And when you look at it like that, you start seeing the energy at work in in the corners of your life and in big and little ways. And not only does it make things easier and, and don't you feel better, but It's just more fun, like finding the bobby pin. That's magical. And and that's where the fun is in life. You know, it is.
1: It makes me giggle. It makes me feel that I'm really just supported and adored that the universe. I'm having this like cosmic love affair. And it's like just this wink and this dance. And I didn't always feel that the universe loved me. I felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. But somebody brought up something very similar to what you just said, um, Polly. It's like, there's a lot of stuff going on that doesn't require you taking care of it. Can you just relax and allow that? And it was such a novel concept. How about relaxing and allowing and knowing that we're loved? And that was a real paradigm shift because I felt like I wasn't loved. I felt like I wasn't supported, but I consciously chose to relax and experiment with that. And um, as I have, it's continued to open up this sense of being seen and adored and appreciated and understood. And, And now my intention is to help as many people as I can get to this space. And I know that's what you're doing as well.
0: I'm trying. And I absolutely agree with you that we have to open up to that. And for me, this is the practice, you know, people terms and talk in terms of spiritual practice. For me, this is it. I don't always get that. I'm sometimes grouchy and I'm sometimes feeling like I have to control and micromanage and, and do all these things to make life work for me. And and that's when the practice comes in, when I need to sit back and I, I do my meditation or my mindfulness or my savoring practice, whatever it is in that moment, to draw myself back and say, huh, remember the sun came up and you did not even put that on the to-do list. And and. These things are here for you. Your job then is to be in partnership with them, to notice and be grateful and take it in and enjoy it. And, and so if you don't get this the first time or if, or if today you're kind of in a funk and it doesn't feel like it's working, it's okay. Just change your mind right now. You can do it different right now. And, and sometimes I have to do that a hundred times a day. Sometimes I mm-hmm. wake up, and it's there for me because that's where I'm at. So I, I don't think if you're if you're not feeling it in this moment, that means you're doing anything wrong. It just means, oh, great. You get to tune in because it's always there for you.
1: And you're right. You bring up such a good point. It's not like you do it once and it's done. It's like exercising or whatever. It's a practice. You just right. have to keep showing up. You just have to keep implementing the principles.
0: And and that's really what awe, living an awesome life is about, and what awe is about. Because the one thing about experiencing awe in your life is you have to engage. You have to show up. You you don't get to experience awe. You don't feel these things by by sitting in a dark corner with your eyes closed and no emotion and no connection. You get it by showing up, and and you show up big and you engage. And you know what? That means there's great risk. You're gonna fail once in a while you're going to feel self-doubt once in a while, you might get angry once in a while, but if you keep showing up then you, and you keep noticing you will be bombarded by the goodness that is there within those moments and and pretty soon it's it's you can't even avoid it. The goodness is going to smack you over the head. It will be there for you and but Life is about participation. It's animating. It's creative. It's expansive. And and when you show up and you start participating in these moments that you get, amazing things are gonna happen.
1: It's true. And and you do walk your talk. I know it every day isn't like blissfully easy for you. You have young a young child, young children, you share you share a lot of your personal stories in your book about um tra- traffic jams, chronic illness, challenging things in your life. So how can the tough moments, the tough things, the, um, the things we struggle with actually be a portal to awe and well-being. Yeah, I,
0: I do. You know, I, I live with rheumatoid arthritis and, and I'm married and I'm a kid and I'm a working mom and and money and all the things that everybody's dealing with. And and really, I think within those challenges and the scary moments, I I've had melanoma, it's been successfully treated, but I've been through that. And, and the scary moments that come They provide contrast. They provide us an opportunity to see the other side of the experience. Because if everything were blissful and easy all the time, it would be very difficult for our human nature to appreciate all that we have. Mm -hmm. So in these moments of uncertainty and difficulty, it's an opportunity to notice, okay, this is uncomfortable. What's going on for me? How can I tweak this? How can I create a new experience that is more in alignment with my soul values and my personal values and my family values? How can I create a moment that is going to energize me headed into the next moment? And and it really prompts from the difficulty emerges gratitude and appreciation. It emerges self-efficacy, which is a fancy term for knowing that what we are capable of. And that goes to resilience and our own personal power and authenticity. Everything we want comes out of those difficult times. And and in this culture, we tend to think of uncertainty and change and challenge as bad things. Mm -hmm. But we have to remember that right before you married the love of your life, you were single. So marrying the love of your life was also change and uncertainty. And right before you took on your dream job... You were in a job that you didn't like. So that change and uncertainty brought goodness. Right before you were a mother, you had no children. That change and uncertainty also brought that into your life. Right when you were poor, right before you were were rich, you were poor. And it took change and uncertainty to get you from that place to the abundance that you now have in your life. So everything that we desire comes out of change and uncertainty. It comes out of the ice age and the volcanoes in our life. And within those moments, then, if we can remember that, okay, there's something growing here, there's something expanding here, and the only reason I don't like it is because I don't know how to do it yet. I'm uncomfortable with this. So Mm -hmm. I get to learn. And that contrast is enough to inspire and motivate us going forward so that we can take those challenges and those heartaches and say, ah, this is a drag, but I know I've got this. I know I can handle it. And when you do, awe ah, is everywhere.
1: Mm. And what you're talking about, what it really for me means is just being able to relax into this space of faith, relax. knowing the universe is saying, I got your back. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're uncomfortable. And cultivating compassion for ourselves. I know you write about that too. Kindness and compassion. That was a challenging one for me to cultivate for myself.
0: Uh, Me too. Sometimes it still is. It it is is huge. I think of it as a superpower because um, when I was writing, you know, I interviewed um, people who have done research on self-compassion and I'm always type A, really, you know, goal oriented. I want to accomplish things. I tended to be very impatient. And she said, listen, the people who are most self-compassionate actually prove to be more successful. They accomplish more of their goals. They do more good in the world. Because they are braver. They know they're going to make mistakes, and they just do it anyhow. And it takes the pressure off. And and when I heard that it made, it just kind of clicked, right? I'm not going to get anywhere by hurting myself, just as I wouldn't hurt my child or my friends. I'm not going to get anywhere by being a bully. And when you can step back and and see not only that you're human and what you're doing now, but how amazing that is. You know, in in the book, I have an exercise... Go look in the mirror. And before you get into, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, or I don't like my hair, just look at the eyes that are staring back at you. How does that even happen? How do we get that? What a gift. And those ears that allow you to hear your own breath and that heart that's beating inside. And if you don't feel awe and amazed by this energy that you are, if you don't feel grateful for that. you're not spending the time to think about what a gift this this opportunity is and this body is, no matter what it looks like and no matter how it works. Mine doesn't work in the traditional way. You know, I have inflamed joints, I have pain, I have stiffness, and it still does all that I need it to do. What a gift is that? And so we do need to take a moment and, and savor those things and look at ourselves with the compassion that we would an animal, our pet, our child, our mother, our family, our friends, and say, wow, we got this going on. Now I'm going to take all that and create what I want from that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we can become desensitized to how magnificent our bodies are, how beautiful the planet is. But if we can just remember to stay in that place of um, wonder and appreciation, looking around and going, wow, look at that pine tree. That's amazing. <laughs> that can yeah. really start to open us up more to the wonder that's all around us all the time.
0: I, I agree. I mean, we overlook it. We get used to seeing the same thing every day. We hop in the car and we just expect it to run because it always does. We <laughs> never, we rarely stop and say, "Wow, this is awesome!" That on a rainy day, I don't even have to get wet because this thing is going to take me to McDonald's or the grocery <laughs> store or the salon, wherever I need to go. You know, and and when you do. T- take a beat to notice. When you do stop just a second, then offloads floods in. And, and it sets off a whole bunch of things. One thing about eyes, it, it reduces our stress, it promotes well-being, it lowers mm-hmm. blood pressure. Mm-hmm. But the other big thing it does is it changes... the the chemicals, the biochemicals within our body. And one of the things it creates is the chemical that makes us want to connect with other people, oxytocin. Mm -hmm. So when you are experiencing awe, your relationships also improve because we want to bond. We want to share this goodness. Like you were saying that, you know, when you started learning this stuff, you wanted to make it your life's mission to help others. And that's awesome. That's what that is. When we're tapped into an awesome scene or scenery or we're feeling an, an awesome emotion or experiencing something, we want to share it with the people we care about because we want them to have a piece of that ought too. So when you do begin to notice, instead of overlooking the awesome that is in your life, it, it sets off a whole bunch of other responses that actually improve your relationships. It, it makes us feel what Melanie Rudd, a researcher from Stanford, calls time-rich. We feel time slowing down. We are not so caught up in our to-do list and we want to do more. We want to spend our time with the people we love. So that improves our experience as well. It's
1: amazing. It is. Everything you're saying, I totally agree with and have experienced kind of in my own way. And I really, I I love what you're saying. To me, when I take that time to consciously consider and look around, I I feel like I line up with my soul self. And that's why, Mm -hmm. again, my Mm -hmm. show's Journey to Center. Because I think when we're lined up with our soul, that opens that space for that relationship with the divine. And for me, that's been the most satisfying and fulfilling experience of my life. I'm not Mm -hmm. running around out there trying to get anything. I want to stay in here and lined up. And from that space, I attract amazing people. Like I get to talk to Polly Campbell. Are you kidding me? This is so much fun. <laughs> well, I'm
0: having fun too, but I totally agree. I'm getting ramped up here. You can, you can tell. You I get really fired you. up about this stuff <laughs> because that's right. You don't have to run out and get anything. You don't have to be different than you are right now. It's here for you right now. And I, I think that's a great thing. Cause I swear if I have one more thing I've got to figure out or do, it's not going to happen. But when somebody <laughs> says, Hey, just look out your window and take five minutes and notice what you've got right in front of your face or or look at your or move a certain way, then I'm all over that. I can do that in my sweats. You know, I can do that while I'm working or doing whatever. That's good for me.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I like it because it it reminds me kind of, it's like when somebody said quit being a doing being and be a human being, you know, and and when I stopped identifying so much with, um, I have to be productive. I have to get all this stuff done and started just enjoying the journey. It was interesting, Polly. I became more productive without necessarily mm. feeling like I was working harder.
0: It was probably more satisfying because like For you sure. said, the aligning yes. with that soul self, then it, it's like the doors open up and we just go into that flow state because that's where
1: we're supposed yes. to be. Yes. The wind started blowing in at my back instead of me trying to like mm. lean into it and get beaten up by, yes. you know, the storms and the winds and the, the hurricanes that, that was my life prior to learning about this yeah. kind of material that you share. So, dear Polly, we have a, about five minutes left here. So, I would like to ask you: Say, somebody's listening. It's like, oh yeah, what you're saying that sounds great and everything, but that's you know not my reality. What are some simple practices that people can start to implement if they want to claim a more awesome life for themselves?
0: You know, start by, well, I'll give you a couple of quick tips, and, and they all fall into this, three, this trio of things. Intend to discover the awe in your life, seek it out, and when you discover something that feels awesome to you, you get to define it, then savor it. Give it 30 seconds. That means stop what you're doing and just notice the beauty or notice the great uh, piece of pie you're eating or notice the great sunrise or whatever it is. So intend, seek, and savor. And one way I do that um, for me is I, I shared the look in the mirror exercise. Go to the mirror and don't, don't, this isn't a time for judgment. This is just looking at yourself and wow, these eyes work for me and this heart is beating and that invokes awe. I also, a really fun way to do this is, um, and, and, and if you're thinking this is too out there, or too inaccessible to you, create a soundtrack Go to the times in your life that have a, were represented by a really distinct song. Maybe you were going through a hard time and you, you listened to the song for motivation or whatever it is. And create a soundtrack of, of four or five or six or ten of those songs that are associated with a time of great rebuilding for you or strength or inspiration or motivation. Put them on your iPod or put them in a soundtrack and play them. And just plan, and it will come into you. There's nothing you have to do. Go outside and walk around the block or spend two minutes outside just noticing without judgment and see what happens to you. This is not rocket science. I am telling you what, if I can bring this stuff into my life, anybody can do it. But it is on a need-to-know, notice basis. You must stop what you're doing for 30 seconds, for a minute, and be willing to look at the familiar things a new way and bring awe into your life. You know, play with your imagination. If there was a particularly great time in your life, go back and imagine that time again because daydreaming is a way to create inspiration and awe. We can have awesome memories and evoke that. What happens then is your body starts to change, and those chemicals get racing through, and then the physical aspects of awe also take over and make it easier for you to experience more of it.
1: So awesome. Paul, you're so awesome. <laughs> I, love I love
0: you. talking about this stuff.
1: I know. I, well, it's part of your purpose. Mm-hmm. So, it is. Yeah, uh, when we're lined up with our soul and we're living our purpose you know, life is a lot more fun. So Polly, how can people get more of you? How can they get a copy of this book? How can they connect with you?
0: Come after me. You can find me. The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and powells.com. Your neighborhood bookstore is out everywhere. Find me on my website at www.imperfectspirituality.com. And you can also find the book there. And then Facebook at Polly Campbell or Imperfect Spirituality. And at Twitter, at PL Campbell. And those um, buttons are also on my website. So I'd love to connect with people and and, uh, let me know what you think about the book and how you're bringing awesome into your own life. I'm inspired by other people's stories, so I love it when people share.
1: I know. Isn't that fun? We focus on increases. So I think when we share what's good and positive about ourselves and with each other, when two or more come together for the sake of awesome, we're all going to be uplifted. Totally. We'll get that momentum and we'll just follow each other down that road keep expanding into the light. I love it. I love you, Polly. I think you're so much fun. I just really, really, really appreciate your energy and your heart and your soul and everything you're doing. So thanks for coming and hanging out with us today. Thank
0: you for having me. I I love doing the show, Tammy. So I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank
1: you. And to my listeners, I'm so honored you took some time out of your day hanging out with Polly and myself and my producer, Remy and Holly. And if you want to be in touch with me, I would love to hear from you. This is all about relationships. TammyBPhD.com. You can write to me, connect with me, ask me questions, download my free guided meditation, open up to your prosperity with my program. Let's connect and let's keep going higher together. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.